guys and welcome back to another episode of Fit with Viv and Kate. And in today's episode, me and Kate are going to be talking all about goal setting, how we personally set goals, how it has improved our lives, and why we think it is so beneficial for everyone to have, you know, specific goals in every area of their life. So let's just dive into it, Katie, because I really have taken so much inspiration from you and how you set goals in your life. I feel like you're so effective at accomplishing truly everything that you set your mind to. I feel like you're always having a vision, whether it comes to your career, um, you just bought a house, your fitness, you always have a very specific vision, which is not something that I personally was very good with it's not something that I really focused on up until probably the last year or so so I'm curious when did you start setting goals how when did it become something important in your life so goals have always been around in one way or another I think in school you always have goals and whether that's like the end of the year exams or it's something like Um, what extracurriculars you want to take, things like that. I think there's always been smaller goals. And then when I started my full-time job, you get evaluated based off goals at the end of the year. You have like bonuses that are based off your goals. You You have all of this stuff that is tied to very specific metrics. So I think in one way or another, goals have always been around. But I think personally, goals came in like midway through college probably so more recent I think that's just because I had bigger things I was trying to achieve that I knew I needed to like put down on paper to track towards whereas like early in your life I think you're just kind of going with emotions so I don't know four or five years ago Ooh, so I have to ask then what was that big goal that inspired you to start you know writing it down and tracking the little steps towards it I think it started with money. I think um, I got to a point where I knew I wanted to start saving money and I didn't have a specific um, like item I wanted to purchase. I think maybe at the time it was like a car or something or vacation or whatever it may have been. Um, But I think that's kind of the first time where I was like, okay, this is something very specific where you can't just say you're going to save money. You like really need a plan. I think budgets... I'm, I'm not a great budgeter, but it is something that you have to like actively think about and set a goal and set steps to hit that goal. Um, so I think that was the very first kind of goal that I had for myself. You know, when I, I had that money saving goal, I think it was three years ago when I was like, all right, I am living with my parents after college. I really want to move out. I want to have X amount in my bank account before I move out on my own just you know to make sure I can cover my bills and in case of an emergency Um, and it's so funny how you're saying like you need to plan and budget because I remember that my goal was to save as much money as possible so literally my tactic I didn't write it down I didn't have a strategy um, but my tactic was don't spend any money (laughs) and I didn't I just was like okay I'm just not gonna buy anything and I mean, other than like food and essentials, I literally was like, I am not going to purchase anything. And I can tell you right now, it's a very effective way to save money. Um, But I like how you do it more um, organized because I think that there's a there's a time and place to have, you know, more loosely defined goals where you have the intention but you don't you're not strictly tracking it I think there's also a a great place to have things organized like you know buying a house or 
um, I don't know, like even, I guess, taxes, let's just say, for example, like you need to be organized in certain areas if you want to make it easier for yourself. So for you, do you have any specific strategies on how you, like if you have a goal and you write down, this is my goal, how do you now break it down into smaller steps so that you can actually track it and how do you track it? Yeah, so I think when you think about a main goal, it's all about specificity. Like if I was to say, I want to save money, Like if I save $2, great. I just made my goal and I'm going to move on and it's not going to be as serious. If I said, I'm going to save $10,000 by July 15th to buy a car, right? You have kind of those three checkpoints in there that you have to do. So from there, you're going to say, okay, well, how am I going to save $10,000? I am going to not eat out. I'm going to whatever. It's adding the steps in that you think are going to get you to those $10,000. So it's almost like, goal and then sub goal and from there it's just kind of like those sub goals turn into ways you can live your life so and I keep using budget as an example because I think it's just everyone can relate to that like because I think there was a point in time where I was like oh I'm going to save money and again if I was saving a quarter saving a dollar I was like so proud of myself whereas it wasn't going to get me to ten thousand dollars like in a month so I think it's all about specificity and the more specific you are whether it's like what the actual goal is or the steps to get there, it's it's just going to get you there faster um, and in a more organized way. And I, yeah, I will say that if there's one thing I've noticed about you is that you get to your goals fast. You, you really don't mess around. You don't have these like procrastination times. You set that goal, you break it down, and then you achieve it probably in the most timeliest manner humanly possible. And that's really something that I've been taking from you because I think I've taken a much more like lack, lackadaisical approach to my goals uh, for most of my life. I think the one area that I really took seriously was fitness, which is probably why I did go into you know being a health and fitness coach because it was something that was so important to me that I did have very specific goals. I was able to break it down. I really took the time to structure what I was going to do just because it was important enough to me. And I think it really comes down to your goals have to be important enough to you. So for you, I know that obviously started working with me, fitness became super important in your life, but I'm curious in what other areas do you have a high priority on? I mean, I have kind of three buckets. So I have fitness, obviously very important to me. Oh, wait, let me ask you. So for those three areas, what are your current goals? Just so we can get like an idea. So I have work. Work is like a huge bucket of my life. Obviously, I spend eight hours a day there, like whatever, very prevalent. My goal there right now, I just got promoted to be a manager. And so one of my biggest goals is to just learn leadership skills um, because I'm a really good employee. I'm a really good worker and I'm really good at what I do. Um, and now I'm in charge of five people and I need to be better about delegating. I need to be better about like excelling their careers and not just thinking about my own. So that's my biggest goal with work right now. The second bucket is fitness. My fitness goal right now is just to get really, really strong. So I'm in, I know we talk about this a lot, but I'm in a pretty heavy bulk. Um, so right now I'm really focused on my upper body strength and trying to grow that. And then for self, um, that's my third bucket. Like when I think about self, they're, they're a little bit more fluid in goals. I think I give myself more leniency and less specificity. Um, so my personal goal right now is just to like make sure that I'm happy in everything I do and I'm choosing myself because um, that's something I've struggled with for so long. So those are my three areas. Okay, what – I, I want to dig deep into the whole self part. Oh, boy. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> so if you, because I think it's so relatable, especially for women, like we're just natural, for most of us, or a lot of us, we're natural people pleasers. So like we choose other people or the community over ourselves. Not always a bad thing, but I mean, it can be when you just continually choose others over yourself, especially when it comes out of guilt. So what examples before did you choose other people and not prioritize yourself and how do you now prioritize yourself give us an example of like okay well here's what I maybe before in the past I would do this but now this is what I do differently to choose myself I think drinking is the easiest example I have um obviously in college most people are just going out they're going to bars they're doing their thing it never made me happy it never felt good for me I didn't ever like it um, so now I don't really drink and I don't really go out. Also, also go out like for happy hours, just have a good time, whatever, but I'll do it on my terms. So I will not feel the need to go out until three in the morning. I just finally found it within myself to be like, I'm not having a good time. You guys know I'm not having a good time. I'm not pleasant to be around. I'm sitting here with like resting bitch face. Like everybody knows <laughs> I don't want to be here. So I, I think that's just one example where I'm like, why am I putting myself through that? Why am I putting other people through that? Like I'm going to choose me and it's going to be okay. And I think previously there's just so much pressure all the time from people to be social, to be like happy, to be so excited, to be going out, all this stuff. And I just realized like it doesn't bring me joy or happiness. So I'm just not, I'm not going to do it anymore. So I think that's really hard because you have to like for the longest time I was blaming it on fitness. I was like, oh, I'm not going to go out because I'm trying to lose weight. And I would use that as a crutch versus just being like, I don't like this. And so now I'm pretty open. Like I just don't want to (laughs) go. So I think that's a really hard thing to do as well. Were you scared to be considered like not fun? Totally. Is that what? I am the lame friend. And And you didn't want to be the lame friend. Now, now are you like, yeah, I'm the lame friend. I'm the lame friend. You're like, yes, (laughs) that is me. Which, like, I still kind of hate because you don't want to feel that way. But I also, it's kind of that thing where people who make self-deprecating jokes, like, if, if I say I'm lame first, then if someone else says it's okay because I've already said it, I've already claimed it, and I've done that on my own. Um, so, obviously, I don't want to be considered lame or boring. I would like to think people, like, enjoy me for who I am outside of drinking or whatever. But, um, yeah, I've gone full-fledged. Like, I'm boring and it's okay. <laughs> and I love pointing that out because – anyone listening to this, whatever qualities you have that you think are bad, it's all relative, right? Because there's people out there who like people who aren't like crazy. And it's just what we perceive as good or especially in today's society, like the person who is most excitable, sociable, whatever, like funny, we attribute that as, oh, that's how I should be. Mm -hmm. And if I am not that way, there's something wrong with me. I'm bad, right? And so all of us introverts out there and I'm sure like me and you Katie we're the same I feel like we're very I feel like we're extroverted introverts Mm -hmm. we can be extroverted but naturally we're kind of homebodies we like to do our own thing we like structure and so I just want you to know that there really is no good or bad and the more that we cling to these ideas of oh this if I'm this way that's bad so I need to be this way even though that's not naturally what feels good to you you're just going to be fighting against yourself your whole life and I think me and Katie both experience that and there is such freedom I'm sure you can attest to this Katie when you just own however you feel and you're like this is who I am and I love it like I have no shame right And I will say, like, the way that goal came about of, like, find happiness and everything, choose yourself first, like, all that kind of hullabaloo, like, I 
I think I came to that because I was recognizing like almost guilt. I would, you know, I would know I wouldn't want to go out. I would then go out. Then I'd be mad at myself for going out. And then I'd feel guilty that I was mad at myself for going out because I didn't want to go out. And it would just be this like terrible cycle. And I would get into this funk of like not feeling good or not feeling satisfied in like any way ever. And that's when I was like, okay, you need to start choosing yourself. And yes, it's going to be very hard. And yes, you're going to feel like you have to defend yourself to people, but like you don't like everybody else chooses themselves all of the time. So like, I don't know why it was so hard for me. It's, it's not natural for me to, to put myself first. And so that's why, why I choose that as a goal. Mm. And when did you finally click and say, you know what, I'm, I'm sick of no like not putting myself first when did that click with you like did you have to get so frustrated with yourself where you're like I'm kind of like with fitness you're like okay I keep doing the same thing it's it's not working like let me try something different is that what happened it like all came at the same time like when I chose myself for fitness that's when I realized I need to choose myself everywhere um and it's still something I constantly battle with like even with stupid things like picking restaurants with Brian, like if Brian wants this and I want something else, I'll go with what he says and I'll be fine and I'll get over it. And most of the time it's not that serious. Like I'll eat Chipotle, whatever. Um, but it's, it's every day, little, little things like that where I'm like, why didn't you speak up? Why did you not share that feeling? Why are you doing, you know, why are you not putting yourself first? So constant, constant battle, but it definitely came about when I chose myself for fitness. Cause I think my fitness journey was the very first thing I ever did for me. So, and I, I know you said like, it's little things. And I think that man, it does manifest when you are constantly thinking about others first. And I will say that, I I don't know if you can relate to this, but when I am think, when I'm putting others first, I feel like it's not because I'm actually putting others first, but I'm scared to create upset. Mm. And so I think it's more so for me, it's more of a selfish thing where it's like, I don't want someone else to be upset with me. Yeah, totally. So I will just do whatever they want rather than understanding that we all can choose ourselves and like it doesn't have to be, there doesn't have to be guilt. Like if you want this, that's cool. If I want this, that's cool. You know? Yeah, I definitely avoid what I call it is unnecessary conflict. Yeah. Like if it's not a big enough deal for yeah. me to cause a fuss, like I'm not going to. Yeah. I, and I, I, I would definitely agree with that. But I think, I know for me, there's that line between, wait, this is actually important to me, but I'm kind of like telling myself it's not. Totally. Totally. Right? Totally. Don't minimize <laughs> anything. It's, it's, but a ton of people do it. A ton of people make their feelings seem lesser or like their goals are less important. It's like, no, they're not. They're just as important as everybody else. You just need to stick up for it and go for it. And I think that's why talking about goals and like making them very specific is so important. Cause I think again, if, if you have it in your mind, like this is what I want to achieve by this time, you're not going to let things like that put a downer on it like you're gonna stick to it which is why I why I love specifically calling out goals I like that and I wanted to ask your advice because I feel like Mm. you're the goal master (laughs) and that is I I don't know I feel like getting clarity on my goals I think why I love doing it with my clients is because it's something that honestly I don't do for myself and I find like a lot in the coaching space myself included a lot of what we coach is like advice that we need for ourselves (laughs) so I'm gonna ask you Katie because even though you don't coach goals I think you freaking should I think you should be a goal coach 
Um, but I want to get clarity on what it is I want in my life and like Mm -hmm. what, like, I kind of feel like I'm a little aimless in a lot of areas. So where do you think I should start with getting clarity in my life? How do you get clarity? Oh my God. (laughs) Well, that's a really good question because I don't think I've ever actively had to sit down and be like, what do I want my goals to be? You And you probably don't because you, I think your mind naturally runs that way. Yes. And I almost just think like the way we've grown up and I know you're telling me this is not the same for you. So, but, but the way I grew up, it was very much like, okay, you go to school. The next step is you get a job. The next step is you get married. The next step is it just feels very streamlined. And so in a way I kept my life very linear on that path and my goals were almost created for me. Of course I have to add my own personal goals and all of that stuff And where I start, and maybe this will help you, maybe it won't, but where I start is from my biggest pain point. So the biggest, the biggest downer in my life is where I'm going to know I need the most improvement and where I need to start the most. So again, for my personal life, I was very down on myself with the guilt and all this stuff. I knew that needed to change and I knew I needed to set a goal to get there. So I don't want to have you sit down and think about all the things you're mad and sad about, but it, but it is a good indicator of like, this needs to change. So that's kind of where I would start. I love that. I know. I think that's, I mean, that's how most people set goals. Like if there's something that you're not totally happy with in your life, I think that's a great place to start addressing it. And so I feel like even just that alone is even for anyone listening to this, if you feel like you're kind of a little aimless, you're not really having, you don't really wake up with like excitement to, you know, go after something. I think it's important to take into account, okay, well, what are you not happy with right now? And how can you do small steps to, to get there? You know, and I think that's a great, great, great place to start. The other thing I know people do and I've done as well is kind of take the less logical way. And you think, you know, if I had $10 million, what would I do? Would I travel the world? Would I would I quit my job and stop being upset with what I'm doing? And would I pack one backpack and just, you know, go around the world? Is that what I would do? Or would I buy a yacht? And kind of like, what are those outlandish things? And then you can kind of say, do I really want that? Is that a fantasy? Like, how can I translate that to be more realistic? Like, for me, I know traveling is a huge one. So if I say to myself, budget Budget doesn't matter. What would I do? That's kind of where I set a traveling goal. So, mm, so you I just yeah, you can kind of like take it two ways. Logical, I'd say, um, is for like lifestyle goals. But then if you you want fun stuff too, like you want to buy a Lamborghini, cool, good for you. How are you gonna get there? Because um, you know life can't all be can't be business and work all the time. You have to have kind of those fun goals as well. I agree. And I, I think depending on, you know, the type of person you are, I mean, for most people, work is work. And I know for some people, work is their fun. You know, so obviously in those cases, that doesn't apply. But I think that for me, as you're saying, like, what... I, I love that question where you're like, okay, <clears throat> if you had $10 million, you know, what would you do? Instantly, I was like, I would design my own house. There you go. Yeah. And I know uh, I was talking to Katie about this where we're considering moving to California and I'm just like, oh, I love to construct a house ground up and like design it. I love, you know, I love designing things. I love being creative. I love making things cute and pretty. Um, So obviously this is like not fitness related today, but I think it's great for anyone listening just because I think setting goals is so important for honestly just to give you drive each day and I oh, I was telling Katie this before we were recording how I think that I've met a lot of really high achievers 
And something I've noticed is the tendency to get hyper focused on the goal and whether or not you have achieved it or not. Mm. And I, I want to just, I, I don't think that's neither right or wrong. If that does affect you negatively, I would urge you to reconsider that the point of setting goals is truly so that you have something to work towards every day that you're excited you it's honestly that like excitement of oh my gosh we're gonna go to Disneyland right and sometimes that anticipation is more fun than actually being at Disneyland every time yeah because at (laughs) Disneyland you have to wait in lines you're hot you're sweaty but the anticipation of knowing that you're going that's the fun part and I think so many people don't talk about how the anticipation and being get like on the way there to your goals is actually a lot more fun than reaching your goals in my opinion I think it's way more fun to see yourself dropping two pounds each day versus okay I've finally dropped the 60 pounds um now what Mm -hmm. you know I think it's way more fun to be like oh my gosh two pounds down oh my gosh another two pounds down oh my gosh like closer like I think that's really the peak of the fun part and so go setting goals it's funny because you do it and you think, oh, I'm doing this to achieve this goal. But I think that people set goals to keep themselves excited and motivated. And again, to have something to work towards. So each day you kind of have a set plan because we all know how it feels when, you know, like let's say during COVID, you didn't have work, you had nothing to do. You just were like kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'll watch more Netflix. And how, yeah, that's fun temporarily. But when you don't have any direction, you kind of start getting in your head you start because this is humans like naturally our minds are not positive places we like to focus on what's wrong and again it's just a human tendency it's a a survival mechanism because if you try and see what's wrong you can kind of protect yourself from the dangers Um, but understand that if you don't give yourself goals something to work towards your mind will start looking at things that are wrong and it's not it's not going to be like wow okay I'm naturally just gonna sit here and, and think about why I love my life I know very few people like you may think oh but all these people I know are positive I know for me, all the positive people I know are intentionally positive and they they have to make an effort every day to think about positive things and do positive things. So I know very few people, like very, very few people are just naturally happy-go-lucky. I do know some, but I know the people who are really both powerful in terms of achieving goals but also are very happy, they're very grateful that is intentional and that's something they work towards every day and it's kind of like how Katie like your fitness you didn't just pop out and be like oh I'm fit you were intentional (laughs) every day so people now see you as a fit person but they don't see that you are intentional about it every day and there are I bet there are still days where you just don't want to do things or whatever or you you know like maybe old lazy habits get back in but you are still intentional and you choose your new fit life over the old one. Yeah. So that's just to say that with goals, understand that there's, it's amazing to set goals, but don't get lost on, oh my God, I haven't achieved it yet. I'm not there yet because I, I think that's a trap. I really think it's a trap. I think the gem and the jewels are in, and they say this all the time, but it really is in the journey because it's so exciting to see every piece of your vision or your goal being constructed like that really is the exciting part you know it the point is progression you set your goal to get your yourself out of a lull out of a cycle if you have a goal you are 
innately going to work towards it and that gets you out of your slump or whatever you're in so the uh, my last kind of advice for setting goals as well is like kind of goes hand in hand with that don't don't set goals because you think they're achievable like don't think about the how you're going to get there like if I was to say my goal is to get a yacht okay well I'm sure it's going to be really freaking hard and it's going to take a really long time. And I don't necessarily know how I'm going to make that happen yet, but I don't care. My goal is to get a yacht versus doing things you already know you can do, like setting a goal for walking. Like, you know, you can walk, you know how to walk, you know, you're going to get that done. So I think a lot of people, and honestly, it's okay to have a couple gimme goals, just like make you feel good, have some wins. I totally agree with that. But a lot of people set goals that they know are attainable. And I think that just limits you. So if you have goals you don't think are achievable or you don't know how to get it happen, that's going to push you more. That's going to grow you more as a person. So that's one of my biggest pieces of advice is don't think about the process or how you're going to get there. Just set your goals and you'll figure it out. Dude, I love that. I so love that. And I, I could not agree. I seriously could not agree more. And I think the people who set big goals are the ones that are most excited about life. And then just like you said, the people who set goals that you already know you can achieve those are the ones who are just doing things just to do them just to give them something to do Mm -hmm. but it's so different when you really like you really reach for the stars and you aren't realistic and I think that's so great to talk about because it's I mean life is short and you have to understand that if someone else achieved a goal that you want they are also human they have two hands they have two legs they have everything that you have and you're right it really just comes down to if you set the goal you will figure it out but you have to figure out what you want first rather than like you said limiting yourself to well I don't want to fail and I think that's a big part you don't want to fail like a lot of people don't want to fail so they will set goals that they know that they will achieve so they don't feel like Mm -hmm. a failure and I think I think we've talked about this in the past but really reframing there is no such thing as failure There is, it's either you figured out a way that it works or you just figure out a way that it doesn't work. And I know that a lot of, like for me, my parents really ingrained the idea of success and failure. So I really had to unlearn, okay, there is no such thing as failure. Like there literally is no such thing as failure. It's just that, hey, I just learned a way that didn't work. And so when you reframe in that way, I think that also encourages you and motivates you and excites you to set bigger goals because you're like, hey, just because I don't get there by x day or i mess up along the way doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean success or failure it just means i'm figuring it out and i think it's so important that people start to reframe their mind in that way because then once you really get that whole failure idea in term out of your mind you really stop being scared to go after anything in your life and obviously this is not going to be an overnight thing Mm -hmm. especially again if you've been in grade with the idea of success and failure it's going to take some time to unlearn that stuff But I know for me, that's one of the pivotal things that when I stopped telling myself that that was true, that, oh, this means I failed, I actually started to have the courage to go after things that I knew I wanted, but I was like, eh, that just, you know, I was kind of like, eh, no way. But in reality, you can achieve absolutely anything you want. It really is just, are you going to limit yourself to the things you already know, or are you going to go after everything that you want? So... This, I mean, this episode, I know it wasn't super fitness related, but why I really wanted to, especially with Katie, because again, I feel like she's a goal setting master (laughs) and goal achieving master is because people set, I I think why people want 
or even just in fitness like when they start their fitness journey they always set a goal of like x pounds or this or that and they get so caught up in like being whether they are there or not that they don't enjoy the journey along the way and understand that hey the fun is truly the progression like katie said um and so also set fitness goals that you're excited about not like oh well you know I just want to lose two pounds have a very specific physique that excites you more than anything that you're like I know this physique is gonna take me years or it's kind of out of this world but have it a physique or or a health goal or a marathon goal or a exercise time goal that you think is out of this world but if you were to achieve it it would be the most exciting thing for you because that excitement is truly what's going to keep you going. But just thinking, oh, I want to lose two pounds, that's really not going to excite you for more than like two minutes. And it's going to be really easy to get thrown off. So understand that setting goals that excite the living crap out of you and are not realistic can actually really help you stick to your word and to your discipline of what it is that you're going to do. And just know that goals goals are agile. Like if, if I said my goal is to get a yacht and in 15 years – I have enough to buy a boat like (laughs) I'm gonna say that buying a boat is okay like maybe I don't need that yacht so yeah I think set set your goals work towards them fix them as you go like change and grow with your goals don't don't set a goals goal for 20 years from now and not not change it between now and then like you know life goes on life life grows and changes so um I want to end it with asking you what is like the craziest most outlandish goal you have for yourself Viv? Um, you know, this is like very, I would say this is a goal that I, it's not even a goal. It's like a vision that kind of like popped in my head that I just recently had. Um, but I really envision myself in a, like just a beautiful home with like a huge family, just like children, an amazing husband, um, a bunch of dogs, (laughs) like me being a super mom, um, super fit, like very active in the community. And I have never, I've never envisioned my life longer than like a month out. (laughs) And so to think, I've also never envisioned my life with other people in it. That's huge. Yeah. It's so like, I've, I just kind of always was like me focused, you know, like, cause my mom always, raised me to be like independent and like care for yourself make sure you're okay but the more the longer that I you know live on this planet the more I realize that I love taking care of other people I love being around other people I love helping other people I love people I actually do love people I didn't think I did (laughs) I think it just is like I don't love clubs and bars or or like for social events but I do love you know, like our photo shoot. Oh my God, that was like the funnest so fun. thing. Yeah. yeah. So I do love people. It just has to be in settings that I feel like are productive or like we are working on a common goal rather than, hey, let's sit here and just like gossip. Like yeah. that's, I just don't like that. But if like me and you here right now, we walked our dogs, now we're doing a podcast. I think it's fun to work on something together, you know, even just for the sake of like teamwork. And I realize like that's what I really love. So it's like even with kids, a teamwork of, wife and husband raising a child and helping a child and I never had that mindset I was just like oh my gosh like whenever I thought of like marriage I was like oh marriage equals divorce kids equals just stress and I just didn't look at it I really just looked at myself so 
this vision has been very new but super exciting and definitely has given me a new vigor to life that I don't think I felt before um and so I can say that that is like what my current vision has been I love it yeah it's been really great I think before it was always like just like business goals Mm -hmm. fitness goals but again they were very me related and I don't think that was enough because I've I know that I'm going to be okay at all times. And I think it's a little bit more exciting to contribute something to bigger than myself. And I know like with my business, that's when I have the most joy knowing that like, oh my gosh, me and this person are working together. I'm really helping them change their lives. And I was like, okay, well, why can't I bring that same excitement and community to my personal life? Like I was just thinking of it in my professional life, but personally I guess I never thought of it that way up until probably the last couple weeks so I love that because it shows so much growth it shows so much growth as you and a person to even open up that possibility and now it gives you a whole other journey to think about and the vision itself is going to turn into a hundred goals and a hundred sub goals and like you can start building to that vision and I think that's beautiful yes I and I totally agree I mean even like the vision of the dogs I was like okay well like what kind of dogs do I want? Well, I want really well-behaved dogs. So like I'm going to start enrolling them in puppy classes. And then that gives me an exciting thing to work on. So I definitely think that big picture vision, again, even if you don't have the total specifics, it does give you some direction and more importantly, the excitement to figure it out every day. Because I think that is what a lot of people are missing is they don't have Mm -hmm. the excitement to even want to figure it out. They're just like, well, this is how it is and it sucks and whatever right and I think that's the saddest way to live life because like we're given such a gift and yes there is so many things negative there's so many negative things that we can focus on but I just think that you know there's so much that greatness that you can focus on that you can do things that do bring you joy like this world is limitless and it's just you have to have that energy to find it and I think it all starts with a vision um so yeah I love it well to all of you if you have goals or you don't um I wish you the best of luck I think don't think about goals as something that's scary think about it as a way to just find direction and a path in your life and things to to call wins and things to celebrate um if you don't have goals just sit yourself down do some thinking we say it every week but self-awareness is the most important thing so sit down there are 10 million goals you could create for yourself but I hope everybody has the best week ever and thank you guys for listening. I think me and Viv have seriously the best time coming. This creating a podcast was not a goal of mine, but now it is and it's really fun to to get to do this every week and to just talk with Viv and talk to you guys and yeah, it's just so much fun. Yeah, I completely agree. And on that note, it's funny because I think uh, a lot of our podcasts, we like to wing it. And I now that we're talking about goals, I'm like, hey, we should set a goal for our podcast. Probably. Even just to have more direction. I think the initial goal was like, hey, let's just like do it. Just try. Yeah. Yeah, to like, let's not procrastinate. And I think we've really gotten that down. And again, so goals are not static. They're going to continually change as you change. So I just want to give you an example. Like we started a podcast. We're very consistent. So now the next goal is, hey, let's have more direction. Let's have like things we change about it or whatever. Like just something new or different that we can bring to it that can excite both me and Katie, have something new and fresh. And I think that's what life is all about because it's so easy to stay stagnant in in, in any area of life. And it's just about, it's, it's never seeking I think it's not about seeking necessary stability, but that 
new excitement that you can keep bringing because it's like it's with everything with friendships with relationships things can stay stagnant super easily and I think that's when you stop growing and learning so anyone listening right now this is your (laughs) encouragement and motivation to continue to evolve and figure out what excites you and understand that there's totally time there's a time and place to you know just chill and not be focused on goals you know we all need that rest but I do feel like just observing the people who I think have the most excitement and actually just like want to wake up and conquer their day it's because they have some kind of vision that they want to work towards and it gives them you know like we talked about direction so with that being said like Katie said I hope you guys have an amazing week and we will see you in the next episode bye